everyone, welcome to Class 1A, Hopdoff's My Hero Academia podcast. I'm one of your homeroom teachers, Fanfic, the shipping hero. Alongside me, I have Apothecary, also known as James Graham. James, what's up? Hey, man. How you doing? <laughs> um, I'm, I'm doing good. It's uh, it's going to be a duo episode. It's just me and you. Um, Andrew's yep. not here today. Um, he's in the process of moving, so he's getting all that sorted out right now. Um, so it's a... Uh, what do you what do you call this pairing? Is it is it the oh. power pairing, the, the, the goon squad? No, I, uh, goon squad might be pretty accurate. If you can... Ro- ro- no, the degenerate duo. That's the, what you I, and the I gen- are. Degenerate duo. I like that. Yeah, um, that's what we are. Because we don't have Andrew to kind of like reel us in. No, we just like shoot from the hip. We just say outrageous things. Um, which that that if you like that, that's what this episode is going to be like. Yeah, it's a little little unfiltered, a little less filtered, I guess, is what you could call it. Chaotic. It is definitely yes. going to be chaotic. Um, yeah, let's but, go. With, let's go with that. Yeah. <laughs> with that being said, um, we're gonna we're, we're gonna give you the spiel. Um, so make sure you tell all your friends about us. Make sure you leave a five star review on whatever podcast platform you listen to us on. Yeah, and if you have any uh, suggestions for show notes or additional notes that we can do, uh, if you have a better name for the Dylan James duo, uh, hit us up over on Twitter at popped underscore off or email us at contact at poppedoff.com. All right, let's jump into it. So I'm going to give everyone just like a very brief rundown of what happened because, um, eh, I mean, story-wise, it wasn't super thick, but there were some big beats uh, to these episodes or to these uh, these chapters. So we're going to go over chapters uh, 21 through 25. Um, basically, this these chapters are all about the Maru uh, Kane uh, department store opening. Um, so from last time, uh, we saw that uh, Pop was was going to become like a like an act for this like it's like a festival essentially. Um, she was going to be an act at the festival, and this is like oh really cool big break. Um, but we have Makoto coming in saying Nah, you're actually going to be the main act. Um, and she puts together because she has awesome networking skills, which she's basically just Andrew. Yeah, she is. Yeah, <laughs> she's basically just Andrew. Um, but what she does is she brings together a couple different groups: um, a, da- a high school dance squad, um, a music group called the Mad Hatters, um, and a musical pairing of idols. Uh, they do duets, and they're called Feathers. Brings them all together, adds pop step into that, and creates this. Uh, beautiful ensemble that is headlining they're also um, very mean to pop they're also very mean um they're they're nasty i didn't like that um at all you don't you don't touch our girl like that <laughs> um and then uh, we jump into basically like the villain side of the story um of where we have uh queen um trying to come in and ruin things um but she has a bunch of interactions with knuckle duster which these uh these ones just confirm that it is uh, his uh, his daughter, uh, Tamio. Um, and they have a big fight, and we get a reveal um, that it is uh, her, but not her? Kind of? Like, it's some weird bee parasite thing that basically kind of took her over. Um, we'll jump into that in a, in a little bit, but that was, uh, that was a rundown. And we also get... We also get a bunch of cool hero, uh, like, cameos. Cameos. We get Present Mike. We get Midnight. Um... We get a racer. I think I think I think you see Best Genus in the background of one of them too. I actually didn't see him. Um, that's, yeah, I think that's a big deal. I think he was lurking there. We also got why some other heroes weren't there. Endeavor thinking it was ridiculous and all might being busy. So, um, but what? So so let's jump into a couple things um, from these. I I guess let's talk about the main plot um, of Queen and Knuckle Duster. 
what did you think about that though like the way that it kind of ramped up into like that reveal i so i was really happy with how they did it um like it, like it to me it felt very comic booky and i was super happy about that where like knuckle duster knew the whole time and he like in you know he wasn't like he wasn't super revealing it like immediately he was like building up to it himself and then you know it, it like they get they kind of get into it with uh when queen kind of starts monologuing saying that you know like tomio's basically gone and it's this new this is it's this host thing right and you know it's the the classic like you know uh, family members trying to regain regain the other family member back into the fold. There was a falling out, all that good stuff. But I thought I thought it was well executed. I thought it was well done. I was happy with it. Yeah. So basically, like the the breakdown of what happened, because uh, I don't want to say it was confusing, but it was it, it took a bit to like kind of digest what happened. But essentially, um, you know, they were a family. They were at home. Um, I guess uh, there were some issues with her going out playing music and stuff. I guess that's something that Knuckle Duster didn't want her to do. So he was like kind of yelling at her. And it looks like from the panels, whenever she ran out in anger, she was approached by another girl with an, with, with an eye patch, which I'm assuming that was um, wherever the, the bee uh, parasite was living in that body and in, infected, um, infected her here. Yeah, like, kind of, like, chose her as the new host kind of thing, I guess, right? Yeah, but it seemed to be, like, it, like from kind of what I, like, extrapolated from, because you're right, it isn't, like, it isn't, like, all, like, laid out to you at all at once. You, like, you kind of get it in pieces, and then you got to kind of reform the puzzle yourself. Um, is like, it didn't strike me as, like, her and Knuckle Duster had a good relationship. It was more the mother that was, like, the pivotal piece between the three of them. And, of course, with the mother that we know was in the hospital, um... That seemed to cause a big tension and rift. And, like, I mean, it goes even far as saying, like, uh, in one of the panels that, you know, like, she was uh, her mother's responsibility sort of thing, right? So, I'm not too sure, like, what the entire family dynamic was there. But I was, I don't know, I thought it was kind of interesting. Like, because I thought, I was like, okay, your daughter's just, like, she's corrupt and now she's a, a villain, but she's not. And her, and she's actually, like, it, it, it was well done because it wasn't like her, like, at one point after i like are we uh, just out of curiosity because i want to ask you this now are we kind of doing the in the entire yeah. five chapters yep. kind of doing the yeah, discussion the okay thing. cool cool perfect um so yeah in one of the scenes when basically she injects herself which once that happened i was like that's big brain i didn't think of that um tomio starts coming out more to the forefront like her emotions and stuff like that the host has less of a grip on her because trigger has basically amplified everything up to like 11 right so instead of the daughter being aware and wanting her dad to save her, she's not. She's actually just more pissed off at Knuckle Duster, which I thought was a nice. I thought that was a nice twist because usually it's like, no, I want to be saved. I like regret stuff. It's not like Tommy. I was just pissed off at her dad even more, right? So I was a big fan of that. Yeah, and I, I think I gets one of my favorite lines. It was the one where she just says, "You'll have plenty of time to reflect in hell, dear old dad." That is <laughs> yeah. like such like a like that is like a comic book line like it's it's like cheesy but it's like kind of sick it's yeah it was super villainy like uh, it was it was it was awesome right and like it but you know it didn't feel forced you know what i mean like i was i was i was happy with it i was like okay that's a little out of place what did feel forced it actually made me like and maybe it's just because of like i don't know my corruption through the years and stuff like that is the amount of times they said daddy throughout like those like various panels i was like they're really just like hammering like, like I, th I think what they were trying to do um is one they were trying to really solidify the idea um that it yeah. was the dad um and i also think 
maybe that's just like a way of like maybe that's just a way of talking that kind of got lost in translation that's what i was kind of chopping it up to because it seemed like almost too repetitive for them to be like taking themselves seriously with it so i was like okay maybe this is like a translation thing but i'm reading it and i'm like man this is just really really hammering this right so um but i i also like the the fight itself it was super cool um on how he shows up with just like the 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 sh- like the shocking like fist thing yeah like that's yeah it was sick it was such like it, like I mean it just it works right into his fighting style you know what I mean he clearly meant to like incapacitate her because he said he's like if I hit you in the chest you're dying like your heart's stopping right but like I mean it was clearly like he's trying to fit like he's trying to get her back right like this isn't just a like I'm gonna I'm gonna come out and kill you kind of thing right so I was happy with that one thing I do want to talk about and I, I mentioned this to you offhandedly when we were like getting into this 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 uh, episode is that. I think it's the beginning of either chapter 23 or 24. Knuckle Duster says he's in V-fib. Ventricular fibrillation is like, it's a heart rhythm, right? It's basically when the heart starts like spazzing out and does like electrical currencies are being like thrown like irregularly. It's, it's pretty, it's, you know, it's not a good thing, but it is what's called a shockable rhythm. Basically you can take an AED and shock somebody with that because it's considered shockable. If you shock it, the heart can like kind of like restart itself. And, you know, be, like, a unified shock to the, throughout the body, vice, this, like, weird, like, ripple thing that V-Fib is. Anyways, not only one does he recognize it, but two, and I'm like, why the why the fuck is he saying that, right? He shocks himself with his, like, with his, like, electrified knuckles. Like, as he's, like, walking back to her, looking like a badass, like, coming out of the shadows, he's got, he's got pad placements on him from where he shocked himself and i'm like that is sick like uh, like i don't know i it, maybe it's just me but like i loved it i thought it was so cool yeah um that that was really cool and i guess i didn't pick up on it because you know i don't have you know I, I, we go back and this is your apothecary he's he's the health expert on on the on the podcast but um that's actually really cool that uh, that he he one he did that because that's like super action hero-y cool stuff and two oh, super <laughs> it begs the question like is this just like um, them writing and he just like he, he just happens stanchly knows this thing or do you think that might be like a, a little seed at, at his uh, backstory I'm hoping it's a callback to his backstory because like they've they've asked him about like what his background is and he kind of just like brushes it off sort of thing so I'm hoping like that we're getting like these little sprinkled bits of like you know okay he knows this and he knows this but like you never really find out like I'm hoping that we do eventually get the knuckle duster history reveal and like he's I don't know like ex special forces or something like that you know what I mean where he does have this kind of training right I'm yeah. hoping we get that and it's not just like they chucked it in there to make it sound badass nothing in this manga so far has made me think that that would be the intention but I'm you know you always you always have it at the back of your head yeah um so is there anything from this plot line that you want to want to talk about because the only thing that that makes me a little upset is now we have to wait longer to finish it up and find out how it ends dude the last panel is him like gut punching her <laughs> like and i'm like this is this is like i mean i like i guess me or anybody else could keep reading but of course how we do the show we can't and it bugs the hell out of me because i just want i yeah i want to i want the continuation of this this is like the third time we've been super sucked into a storyline and we're like yeah we're gonna just we're gonna take a like a week break and we're gonna do something else and we're gonna come back to this and i'm gonna be pissed off all again um but yeah i guess so jumping over to like the the non-villain storyline like i don't want to say it's like the a lot like a plot line but kind of it kind of is because we focus in on it a lot um of the the festival ramp up 
Um, the, the first thing I really liked of it was that first panel of where the dance squad leader sees the Mad Hatter leader, and it switches <laughs> art style into like yeah. like a like a romance uh, manga. It's so funny. Oh, dude, I lo- like that was like the one thing I'm like they just like they knew this was a trope and they just like doubled down on it immediately. And then throughout the entire like storyline, Koichi's just making like these offhand remarks that just like totally shatters the veil like every time. And they're like, "What the hell, dude?" Right? And also, he's just such an idiot. Like he's so he's so stupid. Koichi's so dumb, man. <laughs> the, dude, just... the dude is like I don't know. It's not that he does, he lacks social skills. He just lacks like he lacks insight to some like to a lot of stuff. Like, he means to say the right thing, but he says it very wrong every single oh. time. Like, he, yeah. he, he says things in the worst way possible. Yeah, like, what was it? Like, uh, oh, I guess with the, the proper getup, like, anybody can look good. And I was just like, like come on, dude. Like, you're better <laughs> than that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And it's like his comment, like, a couple chapters ago when he's like, you look real casual today. <laughs> like, it's just, it's just like building it's... up on him being just a big dummy. Yeah, like in like, but never like an ill-mannered dummy. He's just he's just a little stupid. That's all. But like, yeah, like I hate to say it, like this, like I, I understand. Like I'm very happy that Pop got like basically a storyline focused around her, right? Like I mean, and Koichi's kind of taking a backseat. But like, I, like this this might be the only thing so far that hasn't really gripped me that much. Mainly because it's not superhero-y, It's just what Pop does. But like, I don't know. It never it never super sucked me in. Besides feathers being mean to her which really that that was that sucked i didn't like that yeah it was a good like supplemental like plot to to what was going on with queen um the one thing i really did like about it is towards the end of where pop gets up on stage and stuff and she just like turns it on and is like actually like doing real hero stuff where she's like oh yeah like make sure like here's the exes and stuff like it, it made me think about um in my my hero proper of when they were in the the hero uh exams um, and they got to the part of where they had to, like, do rescue and stuff. And they got basically all yelled at because they weren't, you know, doing the small things. Like, you know, showing up smiling and, and you know, making fe- people feel comfortable. Because uh, that's what real heroes do. And then I thought, and then when I was reading reading this about Pop doing that, I was like, oh, that's, she's doing it. She's doing she's the do- actual she's- hero stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, like, I mean, like, even Koichi kind of talks about it, too. He's like, we do this, like every time we go somewhere is like this is what like this is what pop does she you know she always like coordinates this kind of thing like they're like they're so ahead of it the, like they're, they're a couple steps ahead of like the like my hero proper i guess you could say without even intentionally doing it, it and i think it's generally just because their quirks aren't like super powerful right like they have to think about stuff like this right which i think it's it's so it's such a nice like uh, it's such a nice like flip side of the universe you know what i mean not to have these all-powerful insane quirks like you know like Todoroki and stuff like that like you have some very like humble characters who just like who are doing everything right because they have to not because they haven't really had to think about it right yeah because I mean I mean their 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 quirks are really low like low power I mean Pop just jumps she (laughs) just jumps yeah and like I mean we are we are seeing layers to Koichi's quirk but like I mean that's pretty untapped and he's like I mean He's, he's an older character, too, I guess, as far as, like, my hero standards go, right? Like, I mean, the guy's in university, right? So, I mean, like, he hasn't, exp- like, and he hasn't been really, um, like, I guess, facilitated to be able to really explore his quirk. He's just kind of dealt with the hand he was drawn kind of thing, or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, no, it's, like, it, like, it's nice to see them, like, taking these other things into account, right? Like, it's, it's, that, that attention to detail is great. 
So in in these couple, we get some cameos from a few folks, like including Eraser, which uh, he, he's 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 been around before. Um, but my question is, do you do you like these cameos? Um, and what what other cameos do you think are going to show up? Um, I do like these cameos. I think they're um, you know they make sense because um, that's just like it's the hero universe. They, like these are where these guys like are kind of like. I wouldn't say home based out of, but they like they do exist in these areas, and it, I think it would be a little silly to be like, okay, well, they, you know, why are they never around? You know what I mean? I think that would be a question we would have if we never saw them, right? It was like, when are they going to show up? You know what I mean? Why is this so isolated? So it is nice, and like I do like also as well that they get into the actual legislation that they have. It's like, yeah, there's a power outage. We are on standby. We can't go anywhere. Like we have to. Like we. We have to kind of abide to our laws, you know what I mean? So that's why Captain Celebrity becomes like a gopher and goes and gets, you know, other stuff. But, I mean, I, th- I like that. And I'm not, I'm not like, I'm not sick of it yet. Um, I think if they were constantly stealing the spotlight from the other characters, that would start getting a little exhausting. But where they're, how they're doing the storylines, like, I'm not getting, like, sick of it. Like, because Knuckle Dust is very much doing his own thing. Um... Koichi and Pop are doing like you know like a almost like a PR thing so it would make sense for Aizawa to find this crazy like empowered uh villain and just like kind of deal with it on his own like he's he's a big deal for a reason um I do I do want to just kind of like sidetrack really quick that like he gave off massive Shikamaru vibes throughout that he literally says what a drag so (laughs) I I, I don't know if that was a callback or if it's just like it's just Aizawa as a character but no I'm not sick of it yet um Maybe if we do start seeing it more and they have more, I guess, influence or they like they end up like doing more of the fighting, then I might be like, all right, guys, like, come on. Like, it's not like this. The manga isn't about you guys. It's about these these characters. So but we're not there yet. So I'm, I'm happy. Yeah. You know, I, I really like what they're doing with it so far. And I like the caliber hero they're bringing in, um, you know, just having present Mike there because like, yeah, he is a really strong hero, but like it's also present Mike and he's you know it's present mike um yeah and i like thought, even mi- even midnight shits on him she's just like shut up dude like yeah sh- shut up <laughs> and she just like calls him by his actual name he's like no <laughs> yeah. i'm present mike right now shut up yamada <laughs> just like keeps going on <laughs> yeah um and uh. what i what i do really like is how they have like the the heroes that aren't like from my hero um so like having like captain celebrity being introduced and all that I hope they do more of that because um, I do like to see like oh what it, what are the, the you know the not top tier heroes like you know who are these other people running around because we talked about this a couple times in in um, in my hero about like oh we really like seeing heroes on the street you know seeing like Mount Lady like whenever they're doing that kind of thing we're getting a lot of world building through them like doing their stuff in the street and I hope they kind of tap into that a little bit more here because I would love for them to like. I don't know, uh, for a little bit, maybe pan over to some, like, smaller, like, more, like, uh, like, you know, small community heroes and see, like, what's going on there. Yeah, like, uh, like, jurisdictional heroes, I guess, is what you could call it. Like, guys who kind of just, like, like, their, their agencies out of the, the, this place, they work out of this. They, they kind of, so they kind of lucked out with Ingenium, because Ingenium, even though he wasn't a top hero, he's still a well-known hero, but you don't actually see him that much in My Hero, like, like My Hero proper, like, you just, you know he's there because he's Ida's brother, right? Like, and yeah. that's just it. So you actually get this showcase how skillful he is in Vigilantes, but I'm hoping we kind of get some more of that. Maybe, like, some of the other top heroes that aren't mentioned, like, 
in the proper, like the dude who's super pissed off that All Might was retired, and like Wash, and like uh, yes, the, the Wash, old, the uh, Wash, yeah, exactly, and the old Samurai dude. Like, I mean, if we see some of them, like again, they're not in the main storyline, but we know they exist. So, but also uh, as well, like jurisdictional heroes, like I, I guess Gran Torino kind of counts as one too. Like more kind of his his speed. <laughs> nice. No pun intended. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I said I said it, and I was like, "Ah, oh, crap." <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I I really like these these uh, these chapters. I thought they were really solid. Um, and I think we keep having the the conversation every single week that we do this. Is that I think we're expecting it to slow down and get to a point where we aren't as into it, but it's not happening. I I I like it. I like I like the the vibe of it. Um, I like how it's different. You know, it has different humor. It has different serious, like even the serious moments are like just different than my hero um and it's 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 good i like it it's a it's a breath of fresh air for sure yeah and like uh i I, like i mean if there was a chapter set so far to like ungrip me a little bit it would have been this one but they had the knuckle duster storyline running like side by side it so they knew like even though okay we're not doing superhero-y stuff like we still have this really intense moment going on that really still sucks you in if, like, you know, if the character development for Pop and Koichi isn't sucking you in, right? So I think, like, yeah, they've done such a good job of keeping very, like, gripping storylines regardless of what's going on, right? So I am interested to see what happens um, once Queen stops becoming, like, this kind of overarching villain, like we've kind of talked about, um, and, like, what happens from there. Of course, we always do have the person that she's on the phone with, but if whatever happens to queen like once that's severed like or if it is severed i guess uh you know where do you go from there right yeah um i have uh some inklings that what's probably going to happen is i don't think she is going to be recovered from this either she's not going to be recovered from this or she's going to be like at a commission and knuckle duster is going to want a little bit of revenge and i think the 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 lead off of it is there is like insinuation that oh yeah she was reporting to someone higher up and there is like a you know there there is a villain above this villain i think yeah. that'll be the lead on you know this is why knuckle duster is still fighting with the with the crew is to figure out who that is yeah yeah absolutely and i'm hoping we get to see like because it's, like for me it feels very realistic that like knuckle duster gets like almost like too dark and like like we might actually see him like start killing people you know what i mean like because he like he's a character that i feel is very capable of that happening right koichi not so much pop definitely not but like knuckle duster he's like he's on that like he's walking that very fine line of potentially just like especially where it's family related just wanting to kill somebody and i think that'd be such a cool storyline because we we see things very similar in a lot of western comics of like a hero takes like a dark turn kind of thing and it's more of like an internal struggle and i hope we get something like that because i think very few like manga stories really go through that especially like something that's shown in of where it kind of like the the crew kind of turns in on themselves and they have like a lot of internal conflict so i hope they do that that'd be such a sick storyline actually yeah and i think i think this i think this is the most non shonen shonen, I guess. Like, I mean, do you, would you call this still a shonen? Like, is it still technically considered one? Yeah, I think so because, like, even though he's in college, he's like, uh, he's still a young boy. Like, so by definition, it still kind of is, and it, and it checks a lot of the boxes of like, oh, it's it's like the main character is like this younger boy, and it's about like uh, it's about like him and his crew doing a thing. Like, mm, it, it definitely yeah. does check a lot of those boxes. Um, and it's also like a story that 
could seemingly go on forever. Oh, definitely. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, they could totally they could totally do this. But, yeah, I'm interested to see what they do with Knuckle Duster. And, uh, yeah, I'm hoping to see, like, what, like from I guess from a career standpoint, what comes out of, like, Pop's thing from this. You know what I mean? Because, like, I mean, this is, like, I mean, this is, like, one of those, like, big break moments for, like, a performer, right? So, mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see what happens with her, too. Yeah. And Koichi's just there. Is there, uh, is there anything else that you want to dive into with this story? No, I think we, I think we kind of covered everything pretty, pretty well. I can't think of anything off the top of my head. All right. Then we should probably switch over and talk about the Plus Ultra Award. Who, who are you going to give it to? Oh. See, I like now. I'm torn, right? Because this is there is there's two clear winners in my mind, um, and like I like you know what? I'm just gonna do I'm just gonna do stereotypical me and just and pick Knuckle Duster. I'm just I'm just gonna do it because like he like he had some super badass hero moments. Uh, dude shocked himself, you know all this stuff. Um, that being said, though, I want to say that Pop is a very, very, very close second because of basically stepping up for like the dance number and stuff like that. And not only that, but like recognizing that somebody else was screwed up because of it, and like wanted to do everything that she could. Um, like and as well as like you know doing all the stuff that we addressed that like the the normal heroes don't do. She's very, very close. But I don't know, man. Knuckle Dust is just such a badass. Like he's so good. <laughs> See, and, and that's what's good about the Degenerate duo is that we're always on the same wavelength with this kind of stuff because those are my top two. Um, I will actually lean over and say um, I think Pop got it um, for a lot of the same reasons. Um, I think she is just a really good character and like a really good hero in the making um, because, you know, this is her big break, right? She's like this basically this thing was set up to showcase her basically. Um, and when one of the feathers, you know, gets that small injury, Without like missing a beat, she was just like, "Yeah, you know, like I'll I'll just be like I'll just do the duet and like well we can change things around." Like she was on top of it and willing to accommodate. She didn't like let her ego get into it or anything like that. Um, and then like you were saying before, like once all the st- stuff started going uh, down, she like just got out there and like she had that little nervous bit, but then she was like, "Okay, no, here's here's how we're gonna arrange to make sure everyone's safe, like to calm everyone down, like real hero stuff." Um, and I like that. I thought that was super cool. And I think that's something that uh, the show, like uh, My Hero Proper, emphasizes um, a lot, you know, because like the show really gets like, um, I would say, uh, blown up with like a lot of like, oh, super strong power fighting super strong power. This is hero stuff. And it really tries to emphasize still like, hey, there's there's actually a lot more to being a hero. Like, here's all this other stuff. And I think she emphasizes that super, super well. So. That's oh yeah, she was, her. and like not only that, but like recognizing like how to use her fan base to her advantage and stuff like that. Like there was a lot of like like on the fly heads up movement like that she did, like, and she even worked the nervousness into like into the bit. You know what I mean? Like like she was like totally on like you know didn't miss a beat on it. So yeah, no, I I totally agree. I just I think I just have a bias for for knuckle duster. <laughs> like I, I like I'll 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 be the first one to admit it. I don't mind. Yeah, um, but I guess with that. James, tell them, tell them the bits, tell them the, tell tell them the, the end bits, tell them the end bits. So yeah, guys, uh, make sure to tell all your friends about the class one, a podcast and hit us up with that five-star review on whatever podcasting platform you listen to us on. Yeah. Make sure you check us out on poppedoff.com or twitter.com slash popped underscore off. That's where you can, uh, 
Wait, did I say did I say popped off or did I say pop off? It's it's twitter.com uh, slash popped <laughs> underscore off. I just think about pop a lot. I'm, I'm sorry. There you go. Um, it's, it's difficult. But yeah, send us send us some tweets. DM us if you want uh, to hear more from the degenerate duo. Um, or if you're just duo. craving to have Andrew back because this is this is just too out out and out in the woods. Uh, but with that, that's all for this week. We will see you in class next Saturday. Saturday.